When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Sensemaker Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the racism in the NHS that's putting lives at risk. His absence has created such a vacuum in the house and we're still grieving, yeah, every day. I don't even know how I, I make it day by day. Devastating. Um, to see my son just passed right before my eyes. You're listening to the parents of a young man called Evan Nathan Smith. Evan was like a lot of 21-year-olds. He'd just graduated from university and was entering the world of work. He was a massive Manchester United fan. He loved hanging out with his friends. So far, so normal. But he was also one of the 15,000 people in the UK who live with sickle cell disease, a genetic blood disorder. Occasionally it can be fatal, but with timely treatment it doesn't have to be. Evan was admitted to hospital on the 17th of April 2019 to remove a stent in his gallbladder. It's a fairly routine procedure. So when he died, there were serious questions to answer. Sickle cell diseases disproportionately affect people of African, Caribbean, Middle Eastern, Indian and Mediterranean descent. Researchers think this might be because the diseases evolved in places where malaria is common. The inquest into Evan Smith's death found that had medical staff identified his symptoms sooner and treated him immediately, he wouldn't have died. His death triggered a parliamentary inquiry about sickle cell diseases and thalassemia, another genetic blood disorder. Their findings have just been published, and they are damning. While sickle cell patients generally have good things to say about specialist haematology departments, they don't always when it comes to doctors in A&E. According to the report, serious care failings are found in acute services. It isn't uncommon for these failures to lead to deaths. And this is what happened to Evan Smith. At first he was released from hospital, but then he was readmitted and he quickly realised that something wasn't quite right. In the early hours of 23rd, he felt breathless. Evan complained to doctors about pain in his hip and his blood oxygen levels were worryingly low. He even told doctors directly that he was worried about a sickle cell crisis happening. After all, he knew what the warning signs were. At this point, alarm bells should have been ringing for the medical staff. But still, no one caught on to what was happening. We requested for oxygen from the, from the nurse in charge. He was refused. But because he, he knew that he needed oxygen so desperately, he eventually took his mobile phone and dial 999 while at the hospital. It turned out he was right to be worried. He was experiencing a sickle cell crisis. Doctors ordered a blood transfusion the next morning, but because of delays, it didn't happen until later in the day. And by that point, it was too late. By now, Evan had sepsis. He died at 5.55am on April the 25th, 2019. 
the cause, multiple organ failure. It gets worse. Because, as the parliamentary inquiry found, the mistakes made in Evan Smith's case were not an anomaly. The report confirmed what sickle cell patients have been saying for decades. There was evidence to suggest that negative attitudes towards sickle cell patients were often underpinned by racism. Over the years, both patients and concerned medical professionals have pointed to the lack of training in generalist care for sickle cell diseases. In 2016, the Royal College of Nursing said nurses needed better training on spotting sickle cell symptoms. They warned of a poor level of awareness and knowledge in A&E departments. Arguably, the treatment for sickle cell patients is the clearest example of the way the medical profession, both in research and in care, can discriminate against ethnic minorities, especially black people. Because this pattern of patients not being believed when they're in pain and not being diagnosed in a timely manner points to a wider issue. Now, why are black women in the UK four times more likely to die from complications in pregnancy and childbirth than white women? Deaths among women from Asian backgrounds also two times higher than for white women. One charity is trying to find out why those disparities exist by launching an inquiry... And it begins with training. There are significant racial disparities when it comes to medical education. Medical students are often taught how to spot symptoms in white patients, but not in ethnic minorities. For example, the way that doctors are taught to spot a lack of oxygen in the blood is to see if the patient's lips or fingertips have turned blue. But that's not what happens to a black patient with low oxygen levels. As a result, doctors miss the signs that could help them save a patient's life. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There is hope on the horizon. Now after nearly three decades, potentially life-changing treatment. A new drug known as Crizanlizumab is set to be rolled out to 5,000 people over the next three years. Progress in gene therapy has meant they're closing in on a cure for sickle cell diseases. But ultimately, doctors in emergency wards are the first line of defence. They are there in those critical life-or-death moments. And if they aren't being properly trained to identify symptoms in patients, whatever their colour, more people may lose their lives. Needlessly. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not share it with a friend? Today's story was written by Nemo Omer and produced by Amy Harper. The Sensemaker. <laughs>